ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk here on Kixie. I am Stacy Heller, and I am joined by my co-host, Eric Ryder. Hey. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. Good afternoon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes. It is so nice to be back. It is, yes. It was an unexpected uh, break. I have been sick. And so it has been, uh, it was a kind of a brutal end of the year into yeah, the New Year. Yeah, it sounds year. like it for sure. However, I'm back and I'm ready. Better than ever. Exactly. So I figure, you know, we need a little reintroduction of what Don't Ask Me to Talk is about. Uh, 2023 you know. and me is going to be good. Oh, yeah. 2023 and me. That's funny. <laughs> All right. I, I do have some new relatives, according to my uh, 23 and me app. So that's always fun to see, like, you know, cousins and stuff. Anyway, again, I'm already sidetracked. OK, so uh, so don't ask me to talk is basically a show that is good old fashioned conversation. It is the water cooler banter that happens back when there were water coolers. Um, it's the, you know, the chit chat that happens. So we like to talk about random topics. And it's it's slightly bigger talk than small talk. Maybe medium it's talk. Medium talk. Yeah. But not like psychic medium. Just like it's not right. it's not like big <laughs> stuff, but it's not small talk either. Uh, I like that. Medium talk. Um I don't know. We like these random topics because it's so funny how each week at the end of the show we have our wheelow topics and we come up with something random to discuss. And without fail, there's some interesting things that come up in the conversation. For sure. And one of us, or maybe both of us, are always like, oh, what are we going to talk about with that? And one of us, or mostly both of us, don't really prepare for the show the next week. So it is very off the I'm cuff. glad you didn't just call me out yeah, as no, being no. the one totally. that doesn't prepare. <laughs> no, but I mean. Because I do. I prepare mentally, but you prepare I, you actually physically prepare. I spend about a half an hour stuff. Yes, yes. on Thursday mornings, like writing down some things. And much appreciated because we couldn't do it uh, without you doing that. Well, you know, it's always I good. mean, we could, but it just wouldn't be as good. Well, and, you know, it gives you like three hours or something to prepare for the show. So, but go. I like the off the cuff conversation. I mean, it, it's kind of like, okay, we've got the topic, and I usually write a few show notes about, like, oh, hey, this is what I'm thinking and whatever. Um, but I love how this good stuff comes from random topics because unexpected things come up and we go in, in weird directions. And I think that's interesting. And like you say in our promo for the show, it's edutaining, it's a little bit educational. And hopefully very entertaining for people. So uh, so if you're enjoying what you're hearing, you can find past episodes of Don't Ask Me to Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. Maybe you want to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Uh, you can also follow the show on Stacy Talks, which is on Instagram. And if you would like to connect with us, feel free to text or call 
Our number is 475-999-2726. That's 475-999-CRAM. Operators are standing by. That's right. So, um... Ready to have your text or voicemail crammed right into our inbox. Exactly. Exactly. And it is sadly empty at the moment. I I cleaned it out for the new year, and so feel free to be the first drop in the inbox. Fantastic. We would love to hear from you. It's somebody. all distant, disinfected and squeaky clean. Exactly. Exactly. Ready for your thoughts. It's that... That happy feeling you get when you clean your ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, there's something very satisfying about cleaning your ears. Yes, for sure. So, you know, but. I was just thinking that our, our inbox had like earwax on it for a no. second. That's the image. No. Yeah. Uh, you know, the new year, like I'm not into the whole resolution thing and all of that. Um, but there is something about putting away the holiday decorations after they've been up. And then, you know, if you have uh, been And I'm going to do that eventually. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I mean, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. (laughs) That's true. So you can have a Valentine's Day tree. Uh Um, But there's something about, there's certain times of the year that are natural purging and cleanup times. Like, the new year isn't so much like new year, new me. It's like new year, clean stuff up, like get my ducks in a row. And I associate back to school with that. Even though my kids are pretty much grown and out of the house, um, there's only one that's left in college. September still feels like back to school for me. There's just these, you know, moments on the calendar that it's like, all right, here we go. We're going we're gonna to get ourselves together. And I really mean it every time I say it. And one of these days, I'm going to do it. Very good. Right? Yeah, probably. Um, Speaking of holidays, like Valentine's Day, which uh, if today is the 12th, that means that there is a month. So be thinking about this. Don't say I didn't warn you, everybody. Um, We, each week on the show, we like to talk about... The very important holidays, spelled with a Z, that happen on Thursdays. And probably for the past month, you guys have been like, I don't know what day it is. I mean, I wonder how many of our listeners have actually gone to look up, like, what's going on today. I don't know what to celebrate. I mean, they probably have been adrift. (laughs) (laughs) Some internal holiday crisis. Right? They're like, I don't even know who to give a card to. I I like to think with the actual recognized holidays of Christmas and New Year's (laughs) that uh, people had their hands full and it was okay that they, they weren't in crisis wondering what ridiculous high holiday <laughs> it was. I mean, like, yes, but also I sort of like the idea that maybe they were in crisis not knowing, like, <laughs> what was going on without us. I mean, I don't wish ill on anyone, but I want to be needed. Fair enough. So, um, I mean, I will tell you that um, between today and next week's show, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So that's a real holiday. Absolutely. So that's a legit one. Now, today is Kiss a Ginger Day. That doesn't feel like a real holiday. However, but, but one that you uh, no doubt celebrate by being 
a ginger and accepting those kisses probably from your husband one would help and maybe some honestly some cheek action i mean (laughs) like where's my kiss eric (laughs) um yeah it's it's so funny because the whole ginger thing i don't remember growing up i mean it was like just redheads right i mean and i was like yeah red i was that orange haired girl with the pale skin and like you know um so flamey orange and my hair got more and more auburn as i aged and now i have fully let it go gray but even though i've let it go gray uh there's still some color in it so i like to describe my hair as rose gold you know, what can I say? <laughs> but the whole ginger thing, I feel like that's what branding South Park, experts never rest. Right? <laughs> I mean, hey, it's my brand identity. Um, but the whole ginger thing, I feel like the con- the idea of calling somebody a ginger came with South Park. You know, I it's always been a thing in the in the UK and in Ireland and oh, okay. and stuff. So I I think you know forever they've been doing that and okay. we for whatever reason stuck with redheads but you're right it in the US it's kind of taken on a, a thing mm-hmm. now where more, i think more people say ginger than redheads now yeah. yeah um when i was a kid and i got bored at church i know blasphemous but it happened um i would count i would look around the church looking for redheads and see how many I could find. So it was kind of like I spy. And that was amusing. And then I would also, during the kiss of peace, you know, when you're like, peace be with you, peace be with you, I would try to beat my own record. I was just a handshake of peace at my church. Wow. Oh, well. You guys were a little more frisky. Well, you know, I mean, kiss of ginger. <laughs> and not just on kiss of ginger day. <laughs> I know, because today's Thursday. And, right. like, typically church is, like, Saturday night or Sunday. Um, I don't know. I grew up, my mom called it the kiss of peace. I don't know. Maybe it was, like, the kiss of death, but hmm. kiss of peace. And um, I would, like, see if I could beat my last week's record of how many people I shook hands with. So future politician, maybe? Yeah, because there is that, like, 90-second window where people, peace be with you, peace be with right? you. Right? Yeah, and there and is like, a little bit of a time like, crunch to, hey, hey, hey. Exactly. So it's very, like, political where you're like, hey, 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 See, I was, I was the opposite. I was like, how few people can I shake hands with and say, peace <laughs> be with you? But, and, but, you know, do it within that window of time so I don't look like... I'm, you know, actively not wishing peace on people. I just, I didn't necessarily want to reach out to strangers. Uh, see, <laughs> I just, like, I needed to, like, engage in order to not fall asleep. There and you were you, like, a hold the hymnal person so that you could, like, read along? Or were you a stand there with your head down sullen person? Uh, somewhere in between, probably. All right. I liked being able to read along. And I remember, like, I would listen and I'd be like, I could probably say this better except for all these names that are very difficult to say so anyway another tangent that i've gone on but uh so hey it's kiss or ginger day so if you know someone with red hair then um remember ask first because consent is key um but show us some love i mean i'm tired of hearing that i don't have a soul 
<laughs> Thanks, South Park. Yeah, it's one of those uh, things that, you know, uh, redheads and gingers have been, unfortunately, the the butt of jokes uh, for far too long. And the, and the butt of actual real prejudice, yes. which seems insane, right? Totally. <laughs> so, it's, But it just goes to show people can be prejudiced about anything. Anything. You know? yeah. And I'm like... Left-handed are, people used to really... I'm a lefty with red hair, so, born on Friday the 13th <laughs> with black cats. So just like my mom, also a left-handed uh, redhead. And so, yeah, she tells me stories of, uh, you know, the, the bad old days. <laughs> and I do not envy uh, people growing up like that. No, yeah. it's, I mean, I remember we were studying Native Americans in, like, I think second or third grade. And uh, we had to come up with, like, okay, what's your name going to be during this unit? And, you know, you had your different tribes. And we were learning about the various tribes from around the country. And and I remember... Uh, the name that I came up with was Red Fox. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and um, everyone was like, oh, you should be Fireface, which just made me blush and made right. between my blushing face and my red hair. Yeah. Anyway, so it's not easy being a ginger. So show us some love. Is there anything worse than being told that you're blushing? Oh, no. When because it makes you blush more. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, it is... And I don't know why people don't know that. Oh, they know it. Well, but it's like, <laughs> and they're enjoying. I know making so, you more embarrassed. I why? Like that's just the worst. Why? Why? Why <laughs> do people have prejudice towards left-handed people I, or redheads? Because because uh, yes, <laughs> and is, and the whole left-handed thing. I mean, okay. I just want to re- tell all of you people out there. It's still the afternoon when you go home and you maybe cook something this evening and you have your glass measuring cup that has a handle. I want you to think about when a left-handed person holds that, they're seeing the side that is like the UK measurements. Metric. Yeah, that one. Um, You know, the one that the entire world uses except for us. Yeah. That one. That'd be a good excuse to start learning I, metric measurements. It would, but I feel like that ship has sailed for me. <laughs> and so in order for me to see what we use, I have to use my right hand. And I also want you to think next time you play, I don't know, some card game and you fan the cards out, fan them the opposite way. Let's see if you can see the numbers and the suits in the top corner. You can't. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's a hard knock life for us. <laughs> uh, speaking of gingers. <laughs> so um, it is also marzipan day. Now, I brought this up because marzipan is gross. Do you know what marzipan is? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think it's gross, though. It's... Almond paste? Yeah. Delicious. <sighs> it's so sweet. Uh, it's sweetish. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it is Swedish, but sweet-ish. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, I, I think it all depends on what you do with it. I mean, like uh, there was just recently a terrible sketch on SNL where they the dumped on marzipan for like fifteen minutes, and it's like, okay, <laughs> let's cra- let's get a few more jokes in there, I please. Marzipan. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's a a, a bad item, but it, it's not one of those things where 
you know, have it just as a cube, you know, like you would like a piece of chocolate or something. Right. It's something where you use it as an ingredient and then you've got something good with it. Sure, sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like fondant or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Which, I mean, then when you get... It's meant for baking. It's not meant for divvying it up and then just eat it. Well... Although that's not bad. It's just not as good as it could be. Well, okay. So... The little candies that are shaped like, you know, banana, apple, peach, mm-hmm. those kinds of things, they're beautiful. Like, done well, they're little works of art. However, you don't want to eat that. <laughs> At least in my opinion. I disagree. And then fondant, uh, there is a bakery that is in Redmond, and they make a delicious princess tort. And uh, it's a cake that apparently they had to make on the Great British uh, Bake Off or whatever that show is. Um, And so it's very specific and it has a layer of fondant. And I love that cake and I take the fondant off. (laughs) I just, yeah, I don't, maybe I don't like the almond flavor. I like almonds, but I don't know. But anyway, hey, happy Happy Mars Band Day. Happy Mars Band Day. You know, whenever somebody says fondant, I have to think, now, is that the cake thing or is that the thing that babies have as part of their <laughs> soft skull? I, I, I have to look it up and go, Fondant okay. is, the, is the, the cake thing right. that you roll out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you want uh, people to celebrate Mars Band Day, go to YouTube and look up the SNL skit. I think it was the one that was with Austin Butler. It's not, know, it not wasn't, worth your time. It wasn't, it wasn't a good skit, admittedly. But if you don't know what marzipan is, it might give you a better idea? Question mark? I don't know. Maybe people are bored. This is water cooler talk, remember? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it is also... Um, Stick to your New Year's resolution day. Now, I only bring this one up because do you make a New Year's resolution? You know, I have in the past, uh, but I haven't this year. Okay. I've been too busy. So maybe sometime around March or something, I'll I'll go, you know what I should have done for a New Year's resolution? <laughs> well, I... Uh, you know, it, you know, Chinese New Year, maybe. There you uh, go. I can incorporate it into that, you know. Perfect. You can... Uh, Maybe your resolution is you're not taking down your decorations instead. I think my resolution should be stop procrastinating, but uh, (laughs) I'm going to get to that in March. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. The resolution thing, I am not a fan of it. I, in the past few years, uh, let's say in the past, I don't know, seven years, I have chosen probably four of them uh, to do a word. and. I will tell you what, the year that I chose and, um, replacing the word but with and, uh, that has stayed with me absolutely. Anytime I go to say the word but, I think, wait, can the word and be replaced? Because Mm. when you say something, whatever you've said before- do these jeans make my and look big? No. (laughs) No, they don't. And- (laughs) And that is not what I mean. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> you see okay. what I did there? Uh, so anyway, um, so my word for the year is clear. I, I'm exploring it. 
And I have stuck with it in so much that I haven't forgotten what it is. (laughs) Well, that's good. (laughs) So that's clear. Um, And then birthdays today, um, Jeff Bezos, I only bring it up because he's local. And because I feel like I... Personally, I mean, I don't think he's from here. Well, no, but I mean but Amazon. Amazon, yeah, was right. birthed here in the Seattle area. And I feel like I have given him many a birthday gift with the purchases that I have made. I mean, right. I probably paid for one one millionth of his trip to space in his giant thing. <laughs> um, and it's also the birthday of Howard Stern. Now, you're in radio. What do you think about Howard Stern? I mean, he certainly is a broadcasting legend. I haven't really paid much attention to him except for he used to appear on uh, David Letterman's mm-hmm. show quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed those conversations. But uh, as far as like smart. seeking out his show. Eh. See, you said but. You could say and. I could, but I never made that resolution. So <laughs> <laughs> well, Maybe. Uh, so I also think regionally because – Coming from the East Coast, before he went on to Sirius Radio, um, he was just on, like, New York Airways. Yeah, it was one of the original shock jocks. Exactly. Yeah. And what's interesting is, you know, he definitely had a, this isn't really the right terminology, but like a jump the shark moment, meaning he always had interesting things to say and was clearly very intelligent and knew exactly what he was doing. And then the public, you know, it's like with anything that is consumed, you have to give the public more of what they want or more of what you think they want, right? Which is why there's like 107 Fast and Furious movies. So, you know, more and more, he started doing like this ridiculous stuff and it seemed to be what people wanted. And then he didn't want to be hemmed and hawed and by regular radio. So he went to Sirius and all that kind of stuff. However, I always felt like when I listened to him, like he knew that this stuff was ridiculous and that he's a pretty smart guy. I don't know. That was my take on him. Um, You know, a lot of the shenanigans that he talked about. And he always was lovely about talking about his wife and then they divorced and now he's married to someone else. And she is the one that I think has brought like the puppy bowl or the kitten bowl. Right. I have no idea. <laughs> These are the weird facts that I know. I'm pretty sure that the woman that he's married to now is responsible for doing, like, the, the kitten bowl during, like, Super Bowl, how they have the puppy bowl. I think she did the kitten bowl. Right. Okay. So, anyway, happy birthday, Howard, and begrudgingly, happy birthday, Jeff. You're welcome. Um, okay. So, at this point in the show, we normally talk about any regrets. However, we haven't done a show in so long, I can't remember what we talked about. So I have no regrets. Yeah, same. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Love it. So let's take a break. Oh, I got to tell you, though, uh, not a regret, but uh, when I was making dinner on Christmas Eve, um, I uh, listened to our playlist, the uh, Damped Ball, the (laughs) holiday playlist (laughs) that we put together on Spotify. Uh And it was a great accompaniment uh, there was one or two selections I thought, eh, I don't know about, and skipped. 
Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Just being honest. Uh, but I think anybody listening to it is going to think that, too. And it probably is my selections. But, you know, <laughs> it was it was a great accompaniment to uh, put me in the holiday mood while I was making dinner. Oh, good. And you know what I did is I baked the pies, the <gasps> coconut pies that we talked about with my mom on the show. And they turned out great. I made one, uh, you know, as a test uh, one to have you know, uh, at home. And yep. then I took one over to my dad's house on Christmas day and they liked it. And, uh, it, it was great. And I saved you a slice, but because I didn't see you for two <laughs> weeks, I had to eat that slice. Oh man, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's but okay. next time I make it, I'll bring in some for you. Oh, for that's, sure. I love that. I love that you made the pie. I love that you listened to the playlist. That was probably, I think, the first pie that I've ever made from scratch, too, and it turned Good out for well. You. So, yeah. Do you even make the nice. scratch? or the, the the crust? Yeah. This time around, I did not, but I've made crust before, uh, and it's easier than it sounds. So it is. next time, when I have a little more time, um, I'm going to make the crust as well as the pie. There you go. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, that makes me happy. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a break, and then when we come back, today's topic is how many states have we visited? We'll be right back with more Don't Ask Me to Talk. We'll find out what state we're in. <laughs> Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey Heller and, of course, with my co-host. Hey, it's me, Eric Reiner. So, uh, if you've been listening, then you know that now it's time for us to talk about the random topic that we selected last time, and that is how many states we have visited. Now, according to my handy-dandy graph that I made, or I guess it's a table, uh, what I did is I put in all 50 nifty United States in alphabetical order. Did you notice that? I did. This and is very nice. I created a little key because I was like, okay, there's visiting. And then I was like, well, it's kind of fun to talk about like if you've lived in more than one state. And then I was like, all right, well, then what are the states that you really just were like in the airport? Like it counts. But, like, did you – I mean, it's not a visit, though. It's, like, an airport visit. And then there's the ones that you've done nothing. Um, now, before we get started, did you learn when you were in elementary school the song, The 50 Nifty United States? No. From 13 Original Colonies? I've never heard of this. You could shout it, scout them, 
yell or tell all about them one by one till we've given a day to every state that's in the USA. And I learned this song, and I will tell you what, in eighth grade, when we had to learn all 50 states and their capitals, I was just humming along, doing my Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, doot, And then I just had to learn the capitals. That's cool. I mean, I think that's a great idea. I mean, obviously, songs can really stick in your brain. And, you know, I still know that Oscar Mayer song that I do not need to know. Right? You know, I still know like the, the Big Mac song that to I- all beef, patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. There you go. And I, you know, I'd love to purge that stuff from my brain. Uh, but something useful like the names of all the states in the U.S., boy. Right? That would have been helpful. It was yeah. so helpful. California it's like... public school system falling down on the job by not uh, I mean, introducing that. It's like, a, what is it, a mnemonic device? I mean, yeah. it basically- is such a good way to learn and like I am 52 years old I'm gonna be 53 years old this year and I can still name all 50 states in alphabetical order it's like a party trick yeah I like it so hey if there's any teachers out there that teach elementary school uh if you yourself are a teacher look up the 50 nifty United States song or if you know a teacher share it with them I don't care if they're in high school learn this song okay I'm done so, how many states have you lived in? Uh, let's see. Um, California. Yep. Uh, Nevada. Washington. Alaska. So, four. Same. Wow. I'm New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Washington. Wow. So, mostly East Coast for you, mostly West Coast for me. Alaska. Uh, weren't you like the guy on that show? You know, Northern exposure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a doctor, so no. The the John Corbett character. Yes. Yeah. The he was the radio guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm thinking. You know, of, I didn't actually watch <laughs> Northern Exposure. That was such a good little show. Yeah. Um, and it was a show that they did some of the filming actually in, up here in Washington. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right, that's kind of cool. Rosalind but, Washington, I believe. Yeah. Huh. That's true. Um. All right, that's kind of cool. How long did you live in Alaska? For two years. And I'll ask you this. What did you think of it? I thought it was all right. Okay. Yeah. It, southeast where I lived, I lived in Juneau and I lived in Ketchikan. Beautiful places, uh, but it does rain a ton. We think we get you know lots of rain here. Nothing compared to Alaska. Um, and, you know, there's no roads leading out of either town. So it's either the ferry or the plane if you want to go somewhere. Wow. <laughs> so that can add up. That could be quite expensive yeah. um, or take a long time. So I uh, didn't get out much <laughs> outside yeah. outside of the areas. But luckily, I mean, there's so much beautiful nature to explore that. Uh, yeah, it was very cool. Um, after about two years, I was like, I need to get back to Washington. Uh, but the time that I was there, I did enjoy it. That's cool. I yeah. think it's it's interesting to move someplace, especially when you're younger. I'm assuming this is earlier in your career. Yep. Uh, where, you know, you just kind of take a hard left somewhere and it's like, you know what? I'm going to go live here or do this. I have Everybody's got to start somewhere. Right? I have a dear friend whose daughter decided to teach in Alaska and uh, she made it through a year 
I will tell you the stories uh, of where she was and like the life and the lifestyle and all of that. Uh, it was brutal, and yet it helped shape her worldview and it opened up her eyes to like, oh, okay, there's so much more out there, even within like our immediate surroundings than we realize. Um, all right, so that's cool. Um, any states that have just been airport for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I've had layovers in Utah. I've had layovers in Texas. Um, and I'm trying to think where else. Uh, I can't I can't even remember because I to me, it doesn't really count as visiting a place. I mean, you get a little bit of the character. Uh, in the airport of a right. place, uh, uh, Nashville. So Tennessee was okay. another one that stopped off at the airport for a layover. But, uh, you know, so the local barbecue joint may have a branch in the airport. So that's right. as close as you get to the local flavor, unfortunately, at an airport. But, uh, you know, it's still kind of cool to say, hey, I've been to right. Tennessee for two hours. <laughs> yeah, I have two, Arizona and Colorado. That were airport only. And we were talking uh, before the show about, I was like, okay, so like if I was in Vegas and I took a helicopter trip over the Hoover Dam to go see the Grand Canyon, does that count? And we decided it didn't because it was not like terra firma. Like I didn't step on the ground right I flew over yeah because otherwise i could say that i've been in a lot of states sure i've flown over a lot of states right yes. exactly they don't call them the flyover states for nothing oh. uh but yeah speaking of arizona i have spent maybe 20 minutes in arizona because visiting the hoover dam as you say <laughs> you know it's right on the border of arizona and nevada so i crossed over briefly into arizona but uh, to me, it just looked like uh, a Wiley e. Coyote cartoon. Um, <laughs> there wasn't a lot going on there, uh, but I'm sure if I got down to like Phoenix or Tempe or someplace like that, it would have been more interesting. Well, I mean, you know, maybe. Okay. Um, and then how many states then have you visited? Like, I I think I can't. Let me see if I counted by it. Um, eight, uh, I have visited 20 states. Wow. I, I think I visited maybe 10, so okay, you've done quite a bit more than me as far as that goes. Well, okay, because, I mean, if you think about it, you are a West Coast guy, right? So California, Washington, Alaska, and mm-hmm. then, like, Nevada, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, basically, the West Coast is made up of, like, four states. Right. And you were, like, state adjacent with Nevada. I mean, on the East Coast, we're lousy with states. Yeah, yeah. That's and so, lots, like. A lot smaller <laughs> states. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you know. In an afternoon, you can drive in the five states, you know. Well, and I was, like, I was careful about, you know, like, did I really visit these or were they pass-throughs? But, right. like, I have family that lives in Massachusetts and friends that went to school there. I have family in Rhode Island. I went to Delaware as a kid uh, and spent, um one with a friend who was thinking about a college there and then another time um, or a couple other times. And then Maryland spent a week there on vacation um, on their shore. Um, it's really been more like the mid-Atlantic to the northeast 
um, I really haven't spent a lot of time down south. Um, we used to go to a place called Kiowa Island, um, which is near um, Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, that was awesome. I always flew in, though, because the kids were little. And Pete, <laughs> Pete would drive down with one of the kids, the oldest kid or the two oldest kids, and I would fly. And so he drove through a lot of the southern states. I did the flyover because I was like, that sounds hideous to me. I get carsick. Um, and then I haven't done – so I've done a lot of the northeastern states. And then I haven't really done – like I've been to Minnesota and I've been to Chicago, um, so Illinois – but, like, I haven't done really, like, Wyoming and Montana uh, or any of that. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I haven't. I mean, time constraints, <laughs> other stuff, you know, all these things that keep us in place, no doubt. But uh, Well, yeah. you could get, like, a uh, instead of a twofer, you could get a fourfer by visiting the Four Corners, like, uh, that spot in the country where— right. You can see, uh, what is it? Um, trying to think what the four states are. It's, okay, I'm looking it up on the on the internet. You're probably able to find it faster than me. Um, I think it's Utah and- Colorado, Arizona, and New Mexico. There you go. Yeah. So, like, you could go to Four Corners and you could just knock out <laughs> there you go. four at once. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think that's kind of like- me driving over the border to Arizona and, uh, you know, while visiting the Hoover Dam, it counts about as much as that. You know, it's like you could say, hey, I've been that. It's it's kind of like a layover, really, you know. Well, our Texas trip was supposed to be a layover. So we went, I think it was in 2015, to Florida to visit my in-laws for Christmas. And our trip home, there was terrible storms. It was just this weird year. And, you know, flights canceled and all these things. And, you know, our luggage went without us and whatever. And we ended up um, having enough time uh, to – we drove to um, – I'm trying to think where it is. Where's the Alamo? Texas. Well, I know that. <laughs> but is it Austin? No, it's not Austin. Where is it? We're so – I'm so bad at geography. It's somewhere. Isn't it Tucson? No, that's Arizona. Okay, I <laughs> see. I, 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 San Antonio probably. San Antonio, yeah. that's it. Okay, so we drove. We got a car so that we could drive to San Antonio and fly out of there. So we get there, and we basically had to go to the mall and get clean clothes for the six of us. And we saw the Alamo. We like did the downtown. There's like this little water thing that you can do, and so. We didn't go on purpose, but we ended up spending 48 hours there, and it was actually very interesting. So it was, you know. You know, what I found is that, um, you know, we all have kind of conceptions of probably every state, you know, and, and most of them are probably not terribly accurate. Uh -huh. But the places that I visited where I didn't think this is going to be any fun, I've got to do this for whatever reason, and then I stumbled across something neat and cool. It's been a really nice surprise, and I've I've kind of figured out that, you know, pretty much every state in the union has 
some neat areas where there's, you know, some fun, uh, cool things to do and, and, and visit regardless of what you like in life. Totally. So, yeah. Totally. I, I was very pleasantly surprised when I bought a car from a guy in Boise, Idaho, and I flew over there to pick up that car and spent the weekend in Boise. Um, Boise is supposed to be great. It was a lot of fun, and I d- had no expectations going in other than Idaho seems a little bit square to me. No, uh, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I found that they had a, a fantastic farmer's market. They've got some great restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got some neat old-school architecture downtown. And so I thought, you know, Boise's all right in my book. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend, uh, Jen, that lives there. Hey, Jen, if you're listening. Um, she is awesome, and uh, she lives in that area, and we have some other friends whose daughter went to Boise State, and he's from that area, and they love it, and they have considered moving there. It's It seems like it's a cool, happening little town. Um, now, conversely, I had a layover in Dallas, Texas, and it was so hot just in the walkway from the plane to the airport uh, the, <laughs> itself that I said to myself, yeah, no, thanks. I'm not going back to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I was sweating in like a, you know, a two minute walk between well, the plane that, to the gate and just is that the airport brutal heat. That has like the cool tunnel that when you go through, like the lights change in the ceiling. I have I no know. idea. I can't keep track. Like, there's this one airport that whenever I go through it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is so cool. Because when you're changing, like, terminals and going from one to the other, and it's this cool thing, and you go on one of those, like, the walking uh, things, um, and the lights change on the ceiling, and it's really cool. Uh, and it's typically, like, the middle of the night because I'm taking, like, a red eye that has a layover in the middle of the night, and I'm bleary-eyed, and I'm like, is everybody else experiencing this, or is this just me? Yeah. Um Okay, what states on the East Coast have you visited? Uh, So New York, um, North Carolina, uh, Virginia, um, and I think that's it. Okay. Hmm. Washington, D.C., not a state yet. Not a state, district. uh, I've been there. (laughs) I have been there. Had a good time. It's a cool—I remember going as a kid. Uh, We stayed in a hotel, and there was a bowling alley in the basement. These are the little details that when you're a kid in Washington D.C. there yeah. was the <laughs> yeah, and like those Randy. are the thi- like the random little details that you're yeah. like, like that struck a chord, right? Um, and I went. Uh, oh, I'm- New Jersey. I'm sorry, because I've, I've flown into New Jersey New- a couple of times in Newark. That's right, and I actually spent uh, an evening in Hoboken. Uh, Hoboken, I'm dying. Yeah, and I loved Hoboken. Hoboken is great. I thought, well, this is a this is a great town. That's where Frank Sinatra's from. Absolutely, yeah. And it's far overshadowed, uh, overshadowed by New York City, just across mm-hmm. the water. But uh, I think you know, if I were to live on the East Coast, I might consider Hoboken. Mm-hmm. Hoboken is great. Um, it's where Buddy Velastro, uh, the baker from Carlos Bakery, is from. Frank Sinatra's from there. Um, it is a very um, um, culturally rich area, and it is really cool. Awesome food. It's just got so much character. It's a really cool area. I, I would totally live in Hoboken. And it makes me think of the Looney Tunes. For some reason, I feel like Bugs Bunny was like, Hoboken, I'm dying. I, 
I'll have to look it up. But there's something where he landed somewhere and that's the thing that he said. And it always stuck in my head. Kind of like Abbott and Costello and the whole like Susquehanna Hot Company. Like it's an earworm. I knew I should have taken that left point of Albuquerque. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was like, Hoboken, I'm dying. Yeah. So thank you for making me not feel crazy. Um, okay. And then did you spend any significant time in New York or was it like a... Oh, yeah. I've actually got a friend uh, that lives in Brooklyn now, used to live in Manhattan. Okay. Uh, so I go hang out and with him on occasion. I uh, spent a few days in New York. Um, nice. Yeah. That's cool. And so, yeah. Yeah. I, I still haven't been to the Statue of Liberty, though. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I still plenty to visit uh, in trips in the future. Yeah. I'm. I'm like... Yes, it's important. Statue of Liberty, it's important, right? Yeah. It was like the gateway. That's the thing. When you've got somebody that lives in a place that you go to hang out with, they never want to do the touristy things, well, you know? And it's, I think it's about like, you know, kind of like I was joking about like the four corners, right? Where you can get like bang for your buck, if you will. Like in New York, I would almost say like take the Circle Line or the Staten Island Ferry so that you can get a better sense of like the geography of like – you know, Manhattan, because that's the other thing. Like, New York is a huge state. I mean, I went to college in Saratoga Springs, New York, and uh, that's like a horse racing capital of, like, the state. And it was like a five-hour drive or bus ride um, on the um, Greyhound bus from my college into Manhattan. So, I mean, it is a big state. And... I think so many people refer to like New York when they mean Manhattan. And so, um, you know, I'm from Long Island. <laughs> and then there's like upstate New York where my parents are from. So like think Buffalo. You've been hearing a lot in the news about Buffalo for multiple reasons. And um, so it's it's a very interesting, diverse state. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Shout out for my hometown. Um Okay, what's the state that surprised you the most that you visited? Surprised me the most? In in what respect? Well, kind of like how you talked about, like, you were like, oh, Boise, all right. Like, what's some place that it was like, oh, all right. Like, I don't know. Maybe you already answered it with Boise. Well, no, I mean, I had family that lived in Missouri, um, and we used to go visit them and go to visit their teeny town called Trenton, uh, but in Missouri, not New Jersey. I know. I was like, <laughs> Trenton makes, the world takes. There's a Trenton makes bridge. And they lived in another teeny town that I can't remember. So that was always kind of neat to see these little towns um, in middle America. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but so I went to Kansas City, uh, you know, because we flew in there. But I was like, you know, this time around, I'm going to spend a couple of days in Kansas City before I go up to Teeny Town, <laughs> and so I got some of the flavor of Kansas City. Barbecue, and yeah, yeah, great barbecue, and they've got a beautiful train station. Not a lot else, unfortunately. Um, but you know, another time on the other side of the state, I had occasion to visit St. Louis, and again, I had no. Uh, no uh, thoughts about what St. Louis was going to be like other than, you know, going to Kansas City was a little bit anticlimactic. Um, 
So, but I was very pleasantly surprised by visiting St. Louis, just how cool it was. I mean, they got a great downtown, another fantastic train station, uh, some good restaurants, very friendly people, um, some super cool architecture, and it was so affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was crazy because I, I got like a suite there uh, at the time. It was like 50 bucks a night and wow. they had a rooftop pool oh that gosh. overlooked the the river and the city. And I was like, oh, this is great. Then I go to New York, paid twice as much. And, and the, you were room, in like a youth hostel. the room was <laughs> like a quarter, <laughs> quarter of the size yeah. of the place in St. Louis. So I thought, wow. Yeah, I think oh, I, yeah. I need to go back to St. Louis. Well, hey, I mean, if maybe I had some in St. Louis, there. right? Yeah. It's like it's a musical. Yeah, so. and, and you know, they've got this huge park, um, and, you know, part of the park is as a permanent exhibit on when they hosted the World's Fair, kind of like Seattle Center. Um, and, yeah, that was a, a really cool surprise. I had no idea that St. Louis was that cool. Yeah, it's so, um, it's supposed to be just lovely, 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 lovely. Um my state that I have really enjoyed visiting uh, is Vermont. My parents bought a second home there uh, years and years and years ago. My dad is now since deceased, and my mom uh, sold it after his death. But um, just one of these little, like, cool areas that, like, um, the the food is amazing. Um, you know, you'd think that it would be kind of um, – and I don't mean to offend. I hear the maple syrup is top notch. Well, it's it's amazing. The cheese, like it's one of these places where like people with a lot of money, a lot of cheddar, a lot of cheddar, <laughs> exactly, and a lot of better cheddar. Uh, like they're like, that's it. I've had it with city life, and I'm gonna go to Vermont and buy a country store and make like gourmet sandwiches. Sounds like I definitely need to visit New England. I. Of course, you know that everybody talks about the the foliage <laughs> being oh, so beautiful. It's so amazing! Yeah. You can uh, there are like leaf peeping tours, <laughs> leaf peeping, which tours. is just weird. <laughs> I know. Don't, uh, yeah. Anyway, gonna wait till I'm seventy for that one, right? But uh, then you'll be a a peeping Eric. Uh, speaking of the East Coast, uh, I'm gonna leave that alone. Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm barking up the wrong tree. Oh man, we. <laughs> <laughs> We we need to wrap up uh, and branch out. And oh no! (laughs) Well, here's the deal. I can make all these jokes because um, because I can. And speaking of the East Coast, though, we have to talk about Dingfelders. Now, Vance today is slammed, and so he can't join today. Yeah. So shall we take a break and then we'll come back and talk about Dingfelders? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Keep listening. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects, it's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Hey, welcome back to the show. You're listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. 
So our sponsor of the show is Dingfelder's Delicatessen and Nourish Catering, Vance Dingfelder. Uh-huh. He normally... Uh, uh, Vance Dingfelder, of course, a proud Seattleite uh, by way of New York City. Totally. <laughs> His hometown. So he's a cross-country man as well, and no doubt he's been to many states. But uh, unfortunately, he's in a state of... Uh, exhaustion, probably, because he is a busy, busy man now that they've opened up. They have. They finally opened up the dining room for folks, which is fantastic. He's been talking about it on the show for a while now. Oh, yeah. And, uh, um, in fact, you know, we did a couple encores on the radio the last right. couple of weeks. So it was interesting to hear him uh, talk about it in both of those uh, occasions. Uh, and to have it finally come to fruition is a wonderful thing. So congratulations, Vance, and we can't wait to come see you and get some of your amazing food. I know. I'll have to bring recording equipment so that we can uh, listen to the sound of us biting into one of his sandwiches and the crunchy pickles and, you know, all the good stuff. Um, but it's it's amazing, and uh, if you are looking for authentic Jewish deli, you will find it at Dingfelder's. If you want it's authentic, a taste of New York. It is a taste of New York. Here I mean, in Seattle. Totally. And uh, and if you don't want that, let's say you want something else, good news, there's also Nourish Catering. And Nourish Catering is not just delicatessen or New York. It is whatever you want to make your party amazing. So you can uh, connect with Vance at dingfeldersdelicatessen.com, um, or maybe it's dingfelders.com. That's right, dingfelders.com. Dingfelders.com. And you can also go to nourishcatering.com, and uh, they can take care of whatever you need for your next event, big or small. So uh, connect with the team at Dingfelders, connect with the folks at Nourish Catering, and get yourself a sandwich. Trust me, you'll be so happy. Okay. No better way to celebrate any holiday, ridiculous, uh, high holidays, or <laughs> well-accepted and celebrated holidays. Exactly. Like, uh, if you're local and you actually get the day off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. There you go. You yeah. know what? Go in and uh, visit Dinkfelder's and tell and the people that Stacey and Eric sent you. Absolutely. And, you know, hey, Valentine's Day is coming up, so... You know, treat your sweetie to something good. Oh, look at you. Okay. Um, speaking of sweetie, hey, sweetie, what are we going to talk about <laughs> next week? <laughs> hey, just because it's Kiss a Ginger Day. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I was just trying to sweeten you up. <laughs> what are we going to talk about next week? Let's find out. Okay, I'm not sure exactly what this the idea is behind this, but it's childhood rules. Oh, okay. I know what this is. This is like those things, the rules that you had in childhood that either um, like don't make sense now or things like back when I was a kid, we didn't have seatbelts and we just rolled around in the back seat kind of a thing. <laughs> well, like back when I was a kid, like, we hardly had seatbelts. So we're just, we're going to have some fun with, like, my, how things have changed. Like, I had to walk uphill both ways. Buckle up. Exactly. <laughs> it's going right. to be an exciting show. Remember, go kiss a ginger tonight. Have a great night, everybody. Yeah, and visit a new state. Okay, maybe, maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs>
Thank you.